Alright, so I'm taping this at 12.13 a.m. on March 11th. So, it is Wednesday here in the Central Time Zone. And it is Wednesday back in the Eastern Time Zone. And this has been probably the longest day on Twitter for the new cycle. These have been the two longest days that I can... In, in my three years on Twitter, these have been the two longest days. Period. Uh, I thought that I, I I don't even I don't even know where to begin. The way the novel coronavirus, uh, COVID nineteen, has just made a foothold in America and essentially altered normal patterns of American life to the point where we will probably not see fans at the NCAA tournament next week. It would stun me if we saw fans at the NCAA tournament next week with between our governor and Governor DeWine moving to not ban but strongly recommend that events with a thousand or more people not be held. Uh, I believe Jay Inslee of Washington is preparing to issue a similar ban tomorrow. Uh, like a half hour ago a story came out uh, about the Mariners making preparation to play in Arizona. And if you are back in Ohio listening to this, none of this is new to you, but it has been something else to follow the story, see how it has developed. I mean, not 48 hours ago, COVID-19 was not in Ohio, and now it has completely alter the flow of life in the state of Ohio where every major university in Ohio is clo- either closed or online. Ohio State, Case, Miami, Toledo, Bowling Green, Ohio, U, Akron, John Carroll, you name it. And I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know where this is going to go in the next few months, but what I do know is we are facing the very real uh, <coughs> Excuse me. And the very real, uh, uh, well, sports. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. There, I, I, I was. I've been telling friends that I am prepared for absolutely anything to be on the table. If they canceled the NCAA tournament tomorrow, it would not surprise me. If they put a one month, if the NBA said we're not playing games for a month, it would not surprise me. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, man. Let me get a drink of water. But what I do know is today in Ohio, we had the OHSAA, the governing body of high school sports in our state, move to ban spectators from events. And and what I do want to say is that uh, the Blue Jackets, they went ahead and... They they are going to play, I want to say Boston. No, don't quote me on that. I don't have my computer right in front of me. I want to say Boston on Saturday. And they are planning to have fans there. They said they are encouraging, I believe, the elderly and the immunocompromised not to come. The wall, I have a similar protocol in case in, in place. I can see why they're doing that, but I th- I think that I am always going to side with the abundance of caution 
I, I think that the sports leagues should be erring on the side of caution. What I'm saying is if DeWine, if DeWine makes it mandatory, and I think this is going to spread in Ohio, I mean, it, it just seems to me the way we're headed. But if DeWine says we're not having large-scale events, I think that the Blue Jackets uh, and other and similar entities, the Cavaliers, uh, that they're on their macro trip right now. But I, I, don't, I don't think they should protest. I think that sports, it's, it's so cliche to say that sports are insignificant in times like this because sports, they mean a lot to a great deal of people. And I have, and I would like to make my livelihood in the sports journalism industry. And I'm around many people who would like the same thing, people who do make, who do the same thing. And I'm around a lot of sports hobbyists and people who, day in and day out, uh, sports kind of informs the flow of their lives. And we all are at a loss over these events because it. it I, I don't even. I, I've like I said at the top. I don't even know what to say. The NCAA tournament is in jeopardy. We've lost the Ivy League tournament. The Big West and MAC tournaments will be played with goose eggs in the attendance column. And uh, we've gotten to the point where it's just so strange that, it, it just, it's just all so strange. It's like in the twilight zone. Uh, it, I, thought, I thought that when Kobe Bryant died, and that was almost two months ago, hard to believe, right? But when he died, I didn't think I'd ever see a day like Twitter, day on Twitter like that in that, I was just completely vexed and glued to my computer screen, and that has been the last two days. Uh, I think ever since DeWine announced those cases in Ohio, and even before that, I, I just have devoured all of this news, and uh, I can tell pretty much run down what's going on in every sport, and from Indian Wells being canceled, a good call, by the way, I didn't realize how many, what that, what the elderly population, what the demographic makeup of Palm Springs, California was, uh, ranging from Indian Wells to Arsenal, Manchester City. Um, but I'm, I'm, I just have been a junkie for this, and I think that's all right, but I'm, I'm sort of making this podcast to encourage myself and to encourage you that it's okay to take a step back for a while uh, if you need to. It's okay to sort of leave the news cycle behind. Uh, I, d- I, do it, I do it when I eat and when I go to work during the day, and you would be well-suited to as well. And I'm kind of like, I'm kind of making this podcast to tell myself this. So I want to talk about, because I'm, I'm going to make this podcast in 24 hours, the situation is going to be completely different, and I could learn that I don't. Like, in th- I don't know where I'll be living in three weeks, Toledo or Evanston, and that is the case for all of my friends as well. But what I do here's what I believe is going to happen is I and I'm not an epidemiologist, and I think it would be irresponsible for me to make to like predict specific numbers, but. I think that this is going to be in our lives for months or more. Months or more. I, I, I don't I don't see how this is something that's tightly resolved. I don't think the U.S. is equipped to resolve it. And 
I, I, what I think is going to happen, I, I will make predictions a little bit with the business of sports. I would expect the NCAA to move to borrow spectators for the early round games. I would expect that to happen very soon because people have made the point on Twitter, the NCAA tournament is predicated on teams flying around the country and playing each other and fans following them around, undergrads and grads, and it's just this kind of event of merrymaking and community and excitement surrounding the game of basketball. And it really seems like, and all sports, sports are, sports, they draw the elderly and they draw the very young. And the elderly happen to be most vulnerable. So it would be irresponsible, in my opinion, to play these games with fans, at least the NCAA tournament. I think the NBA, they're going to have their call tomorrow. I would expect that they're going to move. I, I would expect them to move to bar fans, which I think in, is in part the response of a, the NBA being such an international game and so much international business being done. So I think they will do that. And every move I'm sort of predicting, I think, will be the right move. I think the NHL is going to be the most stubborn, and I would I would lay that at the feet of hockey culture, that sort of machismo in the hockey world that I think that is not a good thing. And I think that the NHL should follow the NBA's lead and should follow government officials' lead. I, I, I was laughing darkly at when the when Santa Clara County came out and said that they were going to move to ban spectators. The, the, the Sharks essentially said... Well, well, we'll see what happens. You're not going to see what happens. You're going to listen to the government, and I think the Blue Jackets should take note of that too. So I th- what I would say to people back in Ohio is, well, we've had the virus in Chicago for a while, and people are leery, and I think you have a right to be leery, but listen to what the CDC is telling you, and... Uh, be there for your family and friends and um, just kind of just lay low and we're going to get through this. We, the community of sports fans, uh, I'm naming this podcast Empty Chairs and Empty Tables uh, after the song from Les Miserables, but there will be a day when these arenas are full again, and the fans are back, and it's going to be a great love affair between the players and the fans, but I, I just do not think now is that time. I, I do not think now is the acceptable time to have fans in arenas, and I recognize that as a profoundly sad thing, and I recognize that the fans are the lifeblood of the game of basketball and the game of hockey, and we just have these images of the blue-collar hockey fans and the Norris Division towns in Chicago and St. Louis and the NBA fans walking the streets of New York and L.A. or up in Oregon or in uh, all, all over in the college basketball fans in Kentucky and Kansas where the heartbeat of that game flows. But I think that we are going to need to, to put aside the notion of fan as being an attendee and I think we're going to need to do that for the greater good of human society and it's not something I like talking about because 
as I said, the fan is the lifeblood of the game, but I think it's something that I needed to come on and discuss because it's a very frightening time for a lot of people. And I, I want people to know that we're, we, the sports, the sports fans and the sports writers and everyone around the sports and everyone worldwide, uh, everyone is going to get through this time of great watchfulness. I thought that was a good characterization um, made by a priest at my church here in Evanston. This time of great watchfulness. We're going to watch out for each other. And maybe a year from now, maybe longer, we're going to be playing baseball and basketball, and we're going to be doing it in front of full crowds of all ages. It's going to be a fun time. So let's look forward to that time.